July 2nd. I'm inspired again to, uh, to do another video. I want to talk about uh, crypto versus Bitcoin, you know, or Bitcoin. If it's not Bitcoin, it's shitcoin. So I, I had a friend of mine who, I'm not gonna name his name, he's a really good guy. Um, you know, I really, I love him, he's a good friend. Um, real, his heart's in the right place. Um, and he, he's, you know, I don't know if he's setting up a channel or some group or whatever he's doing to sort of help educate people about crypto. He sent me a little intro where he talks about how, um, you know, I got into crypto and Bitcoin not to get rich, not to make money, but because I knew that, you know, governments are, governments and central banks manipulate currencies and print money so that they can, you know, control us and all of this sort of stuff. And, um, and cryptos and Bitcoin, um, with their transparency and deflationary policy and all this sort of stuff, uh, you know, stand to, you know, give the power back to the people, etc. Now, I am all about um, facts and not inclusivity. Um, I, you know, replied back to him. Um, I mean, there's a couple of areas here which I question. You know, I personally believe everyone gets into crypto and to Bitcoin and all that sort of stuff to fucking make money for themselves. And there is nothing wrong with that. You know, going and making money for yourself is a good thing. You know, there, I, I don't know why uh, in this age of, um, you know, social, social justice warriorism um, and, you know, political correctness, um, you know, somebody having the motivation to go out and make money as the reason they work is somehow a bad thing. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like, you, you need to, first of all, let's define what making money is. Uh, it is trading your time and effort, your energy uh, for an object you know, this, for, for this thing called money that you can then later trade uh, to do other things. That, that's perfectly normal. That there's nothing, there's nothing to look down on about that. You know, so anyone who wants to go and make money, go for it. Happy for you. Um, how you do that, uh, that's a different story. Um, and everyone can have, you know, a comment or opinion about that. You know, you know some people might choose to uh, bomb innocent people. Some people might choose to, you know, go and work at corrupt, uh, crooked, let's say, organizations um, who, you know, want to print money and enrich themselves at the expense of others, etc. Which is, you know, m much of the argument uh, you know, for Bitcoin and against central banking, central authorities, and governments, etc. But, um, you know, the the, the idea that um, cryptos are somehow um, you know, transparent or somehow uh, different to the existing financial system is something I find preposterous. Um, you know, crypto to me it is not an answer to anything. Um, it's a distraction at the very, very, very best. Yeah, you know, that's the, the best thing you can give it. It's a you know, it's a fun little distraction. Um, and at worst, it's it's a bigger scam than the existing financial system, because you know. The existing financial system is effectively a um, one that uh, transfers wealth uh, from productive people um, or from you know the citizenry to uh, a few uh, call them you know self-deified uh, central planners um, who are close to the monetary speaker. So, so these, you know, the Cantillon effect means the closer you are to where the money is produced and money being the resource via which we measure uh, society, via which 
you know, human beings and their action, their input, their time, their energy is measured, that this is the mechanism through which we effectively have a scorecard, have a way to store labor and have a way to transact that labor and measure it, that that is money. So, you know, a, a select few um, who effectively self-select and, you know, they've got a little gang, um, basically give themselves the rights and the ability to produce that uh, and nobody else. And what that does is it creates this distortion in society where um, the closer you are to where it's produced, uh, the more um, the more you benefit. Now, I don't care about anyone's in, uh, individual benefit, but in any closed system, uh, which is what an economy is, um, you know, as one benefits from that, the rest uh, pay for it. Um, and that's, that's effectively, you know, to, to sum up the problem of, you know, central banking and governments and all of that sort of stuff is by having a monopoly on violence, by having a monopoly on coercion, by having a monopoly on uh, economics and the creation of money um, and the management of money uh, in any society, they are able to have an unfair advantage in the game that we all play. Now, the reason cryptos are no fucking different is because the morons who perpetuate, uh, you know, this this idea of you know the the financial system is bad, but my system, which me and my friends built, um, is better because it's a crypto system built on a blockchain that they control, that it's theirs, um, that they treat like a product, like a company. All you're doing is you're taking the narrative like of building another, like, let's use this. Imagine if Amazon ruled the world, or imagine if, and again, I've got nothing against Jeff Bezos. Um, probably I'd take him over, you know, traditional politicians, because at least there's like a hierarchy of competence there. But let's say Facebook, right? You know, the, all you've got is some tech dweebs in the crypto space that are very similar to, you know, the kind of person Mark Zuckerberg arguably is. I haven't met the guy. Um, but you're giving them the ability to not only have, uh, you know, the ownership of the network itself, uh, and particularly disproportionate ownership, but the rights to do stuff with that network. So you think Zuckerberg is bad and Facebook is a problem to the world? And you want to sit here and give these crypto maniacs um, some sort of pass because they sprinkle in words like, you know, crypto and transparency and blockchain when they are no different to the existing order. You know, all they are is these entitled little fucking kids, mostly on the left, who their argument is, you're dumb, I'm better, I'm going to do it my way. They missed the whole fucking point of Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin does away with all of this stuff. It does away with any individual, any group, any party, any, um, any ability for somebody to have some sort of, um, you know, right that somebody else doesn't. The ability for somebody to gain an advantage in the system uh, at the disadvantage of somebody else um, or at the cost of somebody, at, at the um, expense of somebody else. So, I mean, th th this is why I think crypto is a bigger scam than, um, than the existing financial system. If anything, like I would almost prefer the existing financial system over the, um, 
over the crypto eco DeFi system, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days, because at least in the existing financial system, there are some checks and balances. You know, just despite how fraudulent maybe and all that sort of stuff, there is some checks and balances. There is some a little bit of skin in the game. You know, that there is there is broad infrastructure that's already built and it's it's kind of entangled amongst judicial systems and this and that. And not that, again, I'm not supporting the state here, but that there is some infrastructure built there. Whereas this whole crypto joke is a bunch of dweebs and nerds running around building a, building a copy of the existing system, but just based on the rules that they want, um, that they're able to change whenever they want to. Um, they give themselves rights because we built this thing, so we need a reward. So they treat it like a company. Whereas Bitcoin itself was this thing that was given to the market, given to the people, and it emerged. Like this emergent phenomena is something that people seem to not be able to get their you know, their heads across is, you know, Bitcoin emerged from nothing. You know, the very fact that another crypto or another blockchain project has, you know, is, is uh, hoisted upon us, is built, you know, and, and launched, you know, by someone or, you know, there's capital raised around it or there's a team working on it and all that sort of stuff, defeats the fucking purpose of having an autonomous network that nobody runs. Um, by definition, Bitcoin was a one-time event. You know, the, the, the things that happened before Bitcoin came along and it's, it's path dependent nature, um, you know, launched in 2008 by an anonymous um, developer, group of developers, you know, passed around on the cypherpunk mailing list, you know, initially, you know, mined and distributed by a few, you know, fringe nerds and then a pizza bought for it. So, so its value was emergent, for, it came from nothing. You know, it wasn't priced on a market somewhere by decree, not by fiat, right? So, so th this this path dependency and its and its initial um, then spread through you know differently developers and you know the the open source nature of it and and the the battles that it's gone through and how uh, you know how it forms the basis um, you know of this of this new model of network that kind of stuff you can't replicate in any copy of it is literally just that it's fake gold, you know? So, and, and furthermore, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, digital scarcity. I mean, what Bitcoin delivered, particularly in the, in the monetary unit sense is digital scarcity. It's something that we've never had before. And digital scarcity by definition is a one-time event. As soon as another crypto, comes along and copies it and changes some variables, you know, like Charlie Lee with Litecoin or whatever other shit coin that's out there. Um, you're not creating scarcity. You know, th th there's nothing deflationary there, you know, deflationary monetary policy in crypto. That doesn't fucking exist. The, the, the only, and, and it's not even about a deflationary monetary policy. It's about a fixed supply money. That's what Bitcoin represents. And you cannot change that at all, nobody can change that. You know, the largest states on the planet, the biggest powers on the planet cannot change that. Any other crypto can be changed. Not only voluntarily by the people that run it, but you know, if someone wanted to, with a little bit of money, can pay the right person, say, you know, double the supply. Simple as that. None of these things are anywhere near 
what Bitcoin is. None of them represent what Bitcoin is. They are more, they're much closer to the existing financial system. And if anything, just the more codified, uh, programmatic way of doing what is already being done in the existing financial system. And the reason that's more dangerous is that at least in the existing financial system, there's a little bit of wetware in the way. There's some human beings in the way that cause some, at least some checks. You know, we all know what happens when it's all machines running on the existing financial system is you get like flash crashes, you know, when it's all bots. So, you know, the, the reason I say this whole, you know, DeFi infrastructure on these new cryptos and shit coins is it's just, a, it's a more fragile version of the existing system. That's all it is. Bitcoin doesn't give a fuck about that. Um, oh, you know, so I've written some notes here, you know, they missed the entire point of Bitcoin, which is to have an autonomous network deliver a guarantee of rules that are unchangeable, you know, much like, so, so this, this, is the, this is the social contract. Bitcoin's white paper is like the constitution uh, of America which was one of the, one of the most successful social experiments uh, ever, which unfortunately has devolved uh, into uh, authoritarianism because of you know, the rise of collectivism and the ability and, and the inability for man, for human beings uh, to maintain the sanctity uh, of a social agreement. Whereas Bitcoin allows the maintenance or the sanctity of those rules through um, a basic opt-in, opt-out uh, network that is just software. It's information. Um, so, so it uses the 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 um, unambiguity of mathematics to deliver those guarantees, as opposed to the promise of a human being. And that again is what's powerful. Versus in crypto, you fall back to the promises of a human being. All you're doing is just replacing um, the existing financial guard with a new uh, tech dweeb who would be no different to a Mark Zuckerberg, um, except you want to give these guys, you know, the power of the fucking financial system as opposed to just the social network. Like, everybody should be against crypto. Simple as that. Everybody should be against shit coins. Everybody should be against altcoins. They are an abomination. They are everything that Bitcoin stands against. And I want to make this clear, like when I first got into this space, I dabbled with shit coins. Um, and then the further down the rabbit hole I went, you know, then I was like dabbling with shit coins, trying to convince myself that I can trade, you know, and make more Bitcoin, which, you know, you get a lot of people saying these days to justify their shit coinery until these days, man, I, I've deleted all of that garbage from my life. The more and more I realize the essence of why Bitcoin exists, the more and more I despise the notion of, um, of people coming along and rolling their own cryptos. They are distractions at best, scams at the very worst. There's one other thing that I want to mention is, um, you know, people, you know, try and put forward this idea that, you know, there's, you know, corruption and darkness and all this sort of stuff that crypto, you know, solves by bringing it into the light. You know, crypto is about bringing light to the world. Fuck that shit. Darkness and privacy are extraordinarily important components of freedom. You know, Bitcoin by definition is dark money. Um, you know, th this idea that we should shine a light on every single um, 
transaction um, and, and, you know, like take the viewpoint that, you know, governments try and ram down our mouths, um, ram, down, ram down our throats, sorry, is, you know, this idea that everything should be KYC, we should be able to track every single um, transaction, we should know what you're spending, how you're spending it on, uh, why you're buying this shit and all this sort of stuff. That right there is an authoritarian dystopia. It's a fucking nightmare. You know, the idea of privacy is inextricably linked to freedom. And what we're trying to do here is create a network that is fundamentally free and censorship resistant that doesn't give a shit who you are, what you are, or why you want to fucking make a financial transaction or an economic transaction. All it cares about is that you are the owner of it. You are the custodian of the private key that enables you to perform a transaction on the network. That is true open freedom. Bitcoin's transparency is not about being able to see every transaction. Bitcoin's transparency is in the fact that these rules of the game are written and they're unchangeable. The rules of the game are in the fucking code that every single node, that every single miner around the world operates. That is the transparency of Bitcoin. And that is the piece that cannot change. None of you can tell me all of the rules of every single different central bank around the world, of all of their monetary policies, of all the government policies, the fiscal policy. It's fucking impossible. No one can do that in a single in a single country, let alone across the whole world. Whereas with Bitcoin, you can go, you can run the code, you can see what the rules are. That is the transparency that makes Bitcoin powerful and unable to change and unable to be corrupted. That's where the transparency lies, not in the ability to view uh, everyone's transaction in their financial history. That is antithetical to freedom, which is why you know building. Um, privacy tools on and around Bitcoin is such an important uh, element, you know, to maintaining personal sovereignty and, um, and, you know, fundamentally financial and human freedom. <sighs> so, uh, a couple other notes here. So Bitcoin's transparency and its rules, the idea that the supply is fixed, the parameters are fixed and the rules of the game are the same for everyone. And if anyone tries to change them to their own advantage, at the expense of everyone else, uh, they get booted off the network, i.e. they get forked off. And that's like one of the most beautiful things about Bitcoin is that anybody can come in, you know, it's open source nature, does create a, you know, a world of mess, you know, so, so it's like whilst I'm against shitcoiner and altcoins, I am also a realist in knowing that they're going to get created because this software by definition is open source. So you're going to have this messy phase during its emergence um, as a new form of money. And there's going to be all these scammers and, you know, maybe not intentional scammers, but just dumbasses who, you know, think they've solved how they're going to, you know, fix the world and that their rules are now somehow superior to a network of, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if Satoshi's rules were arbitrary or not, like the 21 million Bitcoin, the 10 minute blocks and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if that was arbitrary or not, but it doesn't matter. The fact that they're fixed is what's important. Um, the fact that nobody can now change them is what's important. Whereas somebody rolling their own crypto and thinking that the 21 million variable, the 10 minute block, whatever other bullshit variable in there um, is the, the, the thing that's wrong and tries to change that by definition defeats the purpose of why Bitcoin was built in the first place, which is this unchangeable autonomous network um, that achieves consensus every 10 minutes. That's where the power lies of this thing. So, um, and you can go ahead and copy that and you get knocked off to another network and Bitcoin doesn't care. And then, you know, you go and do that, you waste your time, your energy, your money. Um, and then over time, you know, you'll end up coming back into Bitcoin and Bitcoin will still be there.
and it'll be the same rules and you'll have an opportunity to rebuild again um, should you want to climb Mount Stupid which you know a lot of us have done um, there's very few people that I know that um, haven't climbed Mount Stupid um, and the last thing I'll touch on here is this whole DeFi thing decentralized finance I mean it's a replication of the existing system as I said earlier only more fragile um, it is more prone to uh, to catastrophic collapse because it's all programmatic. Um, you know, it's all built on shaky software. Um, it's all, you know, it, it's all naturally designed to remove wetware, remove checks and balances so that things can process. So in, in the bid for efficiency, this is classic Silicon Valley mentality, is in the bid for efficiency and doing things faster in a race, in this blind race for more yield, for more, 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 for more now, 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 now. Like this whole high time preference attitude of doing things uh, removes any ability to, um, to temper uh, a catastrophic event. And therein lies the problem with the existing financial system and the, and the direction we're going with that, which is exactly what all of these crypto dweebs and DeFi monkeys and Ethereum people and every other shitcoiner out there is, um, is adopting. You know, they're, they're, they're buying into the ability, they're buying into the notion of more, 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 now, now, now. They're, they're applying a high time preference uh, mentality, a high time preference view of the world. Um, to their own little science project or their own little tech project to somehow do things better and faster. Um, whereas the philosophy around Bitcoin is to, to come back to low time preference, to come back to understanding that you don't have to chase fucking yield like a deranged maniac, you know, to try and make uh, my, my returns on compound um, or whatever other ridiculous DeFi application there is out there. Um, the whole point of Bitcoin is to learn to save again, to slow down, to stop trying to chase and beat everyone, to stop trying to burn through all your fucking resources uh, in a chase um, for something you don't even understand. Um, you know, you're just running because fucking everybody else is running instead of stopping for a moment and thinking, why? Why am I running? You know, so, so Bitcoin allows for that moment to save, to to, to take stock of what your resources are and then to intelligently decide how to allocate those resources. You know, those resources being the crystallized form of your time and energy, you know, your, your labor in a crystallized form, your money. That, that's what Bitcoin is. And that's why it's the one and only, you know, we, we don't need to go and chase this. You know, you, you know, Bitcoin wants you to, Bitcoin doesn't want you to do shit. Bitcoin incentivizes you to slow down for a moment and to, to think a little bit longer term um, and to think about how we can transform the system from first principles with a whole new set of you know, digital primitives that are built on principles like, um, like private property rights, like you know, the ability to voluntarily opt in and opt out, um, you know, the ability to perform any sort of economic transaction without having to ask permission, without being able to be censored. Those fundamental pillars are what are the ingredients for a new, freer economic system. And then the subset of that, you know, well, the derivative of that new economic 
substrate is the ability to rethink society. That's where, sorry, I ate too much food earlier. Um, that's where the, um, the opportunity lies. That's where the new vision of the future is. Not, um, you know, blindly try to be a tech bro so that you can create your next DeFi to, um, to beat the traders on Robin Hood because my crypto is better. They missed the entire point. They missed the entire point. It's frustrating. So I had to say this um, because, you know, particularly when I hear it from people who, you know, I consider my friends and people I care about, um, you know, when they've sort of bought into the nonsense um, and then they, you know, you know, out, out of a good intention, go and then perpetuate this nonsense, you know, as if crypto is something, um, you know, transformational or revolutionary. It's a fucking scam, man. Like, let's, let's just be real. Shit coins are a scam. Crypto is a scam. Blockchain is a scam. They're all, they're all, um, they're all distractions at best, as I said, and scams at worst. You know, what we are trying to do here is change the base incentives for society and start that from scratch. And the, you know, the, the benefit that you get from being part of that movement early is that as the rest of the world catches up through you know, just pure economic Darwinism, you know, pure economic survivalism, you know, Gresham's law, the, the, the desire to hold wealth um, in something that cannot be confiscated, manipulated or inflated, where your wealth cannot just be diluted away. People are going to want to hold some Bitcoin. You know, the fact that it doesn't change is such a powerful element. And the more people that want some of that, the fact that you are early, you have the opportunity to be rewarded uh, on a relative economic basis by holding Bitcoin. Because you are now buying it before the rest of the world understands how to price this thing. And therein lies the investment opportunity. You know, you're not going to have more Bitcoin, um, you know, by sitting on it and holding it, you know, unless you want to put it in some fucking interest bearing, you know, Bitcoin fucking thing, whatever, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but there's products out there that you guys know I'm talking about. And that's fine. If you want to do that, go for it. You just need to understand the, the risks associated with it. I don't advocate that personally. But, um, you know, what you're doing is you're able to buy Bitcoin now while it's cheap. This is the thing that you're getting by getting into Bitcoin now is it's just like buying gold 5,000 years ago when everyone else was still using salt or shells or fucking rocks or anything like that. You are, you are, you are buying mispriced Bitcoin. You are buying mispriced Satoshis realistically, because you know, in the future, we're not going to be dealing in Bitcoin individually. We're going to be dealing in sats. So, so th this is the opportunity that you want to take advantage of now. You're 15, 20, 30, 40 years ahead of the rest of the world. So take advantage of that. You don't need to go and chase you know, more yield um, or fuck around with DeFi and get wrecked. Take a moment to save. Take a moment to be sensible. Take a moment to accumulate capital so that you can decide what to do with it later in a more intelligent fashion. So anyway, I'll finish this here. I hope I got my point across. Um, I'll, do, I'll do another video in the future on, um, you know, why Bitcoin and not shitcoin and why everything else other than Bitcoin is a shitcoin. And I'll sort of go into a little bit more of the, you know, the technical elements. But um, for now, I hope that this is enough to really get you to think a little bit deeper and, and stop giving a pass to crypto. Because it doesn't get a pass. 
you know, it is no different. Like it literally stands on the side of the existing financial system, but pretends to be on the side of Bitcoin. So for me, that hypocrisy is actually worse than knowing who my enemy is, which is the existing financial system. And I think that's such an important, um, important piece to take. And this is why Bitcoiners should take all Bitcoiners should take a strong stance against shitcoins, altcoins, cryptos, blockchain, and all that sort of stuff, because it is all distraction or a scam. So thank you again. Really appreciate you listening. Um, share this around, share this to, you know, any, any friends that you've got that are like, you know, pro Bitcoin and also pro crypto. Um, and, and, uh, again, I don't mean to sound arrogant, so I hope that this actually helps, you know, in, in, inspire a little bit, uh, deeper thinking. I know I'm very aggressive to say the least in the way I describe these things, but, um, it's for reasons because I actually give a crap about what we're doing here. There is a much larger thing at play. Um, and that is, you know, the, 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 the embodiment and the encoding of fundamental, uh, principles and rights like private property and freedom, um, and the right to choose, uh, you know, being built on this new network, it's such a big thing. Um, don't need to distract ourselves with other stuff. You know, we need, we need more people to see that and get behind that cause. So I'll shut up. See you on the next episode. Thanks again for listening. Yeah.